There are a number of interesting and exceptional people in the Queensland property and development industry. There are also a number of innovative businesses and products out there hoping to revolutionise the industry. Currently, if you go to buy a property, you need to pay and spend a lot of time doing searches during your due diligence and hope that you haven't missed anything. If you are a developer or a builder, there is a lot of paperwork prior to handover. Indocs are leading the way when it comes to consolidating information on a property and working with governments to ensure a better future for property owners, developers and builders. In this episode, I interview Andrew Mackey-Smith, who is founder of Indocs with his partner Trish. And who am I exactly? I'm Jessica Reynolds, I'm a town planner and owner of Urban Planners Queensland. You can find out more about me through upqld.com.au or you can give the company a follow on Instagram by searching Urban Planners Queensland. This episode is part of our Prop Tech or Technology and Property series, where I speak to those creating or using technology to improve how we work. This podcast series is accompanied by our YouTube channel, where you can visually see the interview as well as any screen recordings that we have done. I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, can you please introduce yourself? What is your full name? Uh, Andrew Mackey-Smith. Andrew I'm Mackey-Smith. from Indox. Indox. And are you the founder of Indox? I'm, a, I'm the co-founder, so okay. my wife Trish and I founded Indox. Okay, and how long have you had Indox for? Yeah, so we officially launched, I suppose, in 2017 we got started, mm-hmm. but we really haven't launched till about a year ago. Okay. So we've been going for about a year. A year? That's pretty yeah. new. Yeah, it's a new, new company. Exciting? Right. Very. Every day is different <laughs> in a startup. Uh, yeah. And what were you doing before Indox? Before Indox, uh, I... Well, I still run a company called Building Pro and we're uh, building and pest inspectors. Mm -hmm. So we do residential and commercial building inspections across Greater Brisbane area. Okay. And how long have you been in that career for? A long time. A long time. I see the grey hair. Yeah, long time. (laughs) Very experienced. Okay. Um, So is that... 17 years in Brizzy and 30 plus years overall. Wow. That's Mm. pretty amazing. Congratulations. It's a long time to be doing something. Longevity. And so... Was that, was Building Pro, your, your building and pest business, was that yeah. where this idea came from? Can you tell us a little bit about the story of how Indox is formed and then we'll talk about what it is. Sure. So as we were building consultants, helping people, we realised that a lot of people we were doing inspections for, for example, someone's buying a house mm-hmm. and we would go out and do the inspection and the house might have uh, a carport and a swimming pool and a deck and... Uh, some alterations and the person buying the house would ask me has have all these things been approved do they all comply I'd say well look I don't know you have to get your solicitor to do a search mm-hmm. and so they go to the solicitor and the solicitor would say well we've searched council records and we can find no approval for the house because mm-hmm. it's too old there is an approval for the for the swimming pool but there's no final and nothing else there's no record mm-hmm. of it and by the time the person would get that information the out of council, the building and pest clause had already expired. Wow. So these sort of issues and more made me real. And there was one other thing that really stood out, and that was when we did in when we would go and do a brand new build, and mm-hmm. we do a lot of inspections on new builds. We'd go out there, and the person would. Um, I'd open the kitchen drawer, so of course, checking the drawers and everything. I'd look inside, and there'd be warranties and manuals, and maybe some plans. And that was the handover from the builder. Yeah. And, and then sometimes they give a folder or a USB stick. And I thought, how easy is it for that to be lost? And sure enough, 
I do inspection for someone buying a house that was two years old, mm -hmm. or five years old, still under warranty from the builder, but mm -hmm. they don't have any, no plans were given to them, no specifications, no warranties, no manuals on how to work in a thing. They didn't have any information. Mm -hmm. And some of that's available at council, but a lot isn't. Yeah. So I really thought that that was bad, that people would buy such an expensive asset and not be given all the complete records that go with it. Yeah, that's pretty like crazy when you think about it. Like it, it is. probably is the single biggest thing people will ever buy. And it's just like a bunch of paper in a drawer. <laughs> that's it. And then, and then you ask around and we thought about our own rental properties and realized we've got a few and we realized that our property manager had information, our solicitor had some, and the bank had some, and the council had information. Yeah. And we had information in folders and mm -hmm. in e attached to emails. And we realized that re information was really all over the place. Mm -hmm. and we didn't really have it centralized and in our control. Yeah. So that that was caused other issues too in trying to manage your property. Okay. So Indox has been formed from issues that you found just through the building process and through property management. Yeah, and exactly, just through property management issues um, at this time of sale. Mm -hmm. And we've always had a thing about seller disclosure. Yeah. Um, my, my wife, Trish, has been a long-time proponent of um, more seller disclosure. Mm -hmm. And it, for example, in the ACT, if you buy a property there, um, you get, as a buyer, for free, you'll get provided a building report, mm -hmm. a pest report, an asbestos report, a compliance report from the council to show that everything's that being built there, mm -hmm. any improvements have approval, and yep. also an energy audit report. Mm -hmm. And all that you'll get provided to you free of charge um, for you to consider when buying the property. Yeah. And we think that's awesome. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> You're buying such an expensive asset. Why wouldn't you get that sort of disclosure? Mm -hmm. um, and then we looked into it and in Queensland, there's a, a much more, far more limited amount of disclosure on the part of sellers. And mm -hmm. so people are buying properties that might be flood prone or have asbestos or illegal alterations. Mm -hmm. And now people are looking at buying apartments and they're not sure whether the cladding is um, you know, safe mm -hmm. or whether there's cracks and leaks and other issues. And yeah. again, it's all up to them. To, to do those investigations in a very short time frame yeah. when they're buying. And that puts a lot of pressure and it's not easy to do. Yeah, it's already so, such an emotional process. And then to like throw that into the mix where you've got to try and find all this information and some people go, oh, we have it or we only have part of the information or now you've got to pay another $500, like council will charge you to get a lot of the building records back yeah. from them. It's, it's a bit much. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a bit much and, and for people, that have commercial properties, the problems get even more intense mm -hmm. because they have to maintain, um, you know, fire safety things. And so I'd go and inspect, a, say, a commercial property, and you go to the cleaners cupboard, and there's a little folder in there for the, you know, maintenance of the fire emergency exit signs, or maybe for the fire extinguishers. Mm -hmm. And so it's all kept in paper form on site. So that can be easily lost. Um, the technician comes out and might update something about the air conditioning, but no one, the property manager doesn't know that it's been updated. Yeah. And the building manager owners doesn't know, know. The owners don't know. And then how, and how does that information get recorded and kept and passed on to the next owner? So, okay. So there's yeah. a real issue here. There's an issue. Um, yeah. And it's a problem that I guess most people nationwide would have, I'd imagine 
like you're saying, ACT are pretty good with their sellers, so they've probably got to have a bit of information, but there, is there a system that they have at the moment? No, so there's, there's no not system. a system. There's no so, system. Okay, so, so what does Indox do? So if, yeah, so what Indox does is we provide, so they do have a system, I should say, okay. for, the ins, for I'm doing the inspections, is, yeah. but they don't have a way of keeping that in any central place. Okay. So every time that house gets sold, they go through the same process. Okay. So if it was sold two months later, they just have to commission it all again because it's not <laughs> kept anywhere centrally. Yeah. So the government actually has recognised there's a problem. Mm -hmm. And so the building ministers from each state get together annually and they've commissioned a report. They called it the Building Confidence Report. And in that report made 24 recommendations. Mm -hmm. And one of those uh, is recommendation 12. And that says that every council jurisdiction needs to ensure that a, a, that there's a central repository, digital, mm -hmm. for all the development records. So mm -hmm. this is what, and they've called this best practice. So it's mm -hmm. not yet law, but this is what councils all across Australia are working towards. So mm -hmm. you could expect that in the next few years, maybe mm -hmm. the next five to 10 years, that will, will become a requirement, hopefully sooner. And an, another recommendation is recommendation 20, and that is that, um, every builder or developer when they do a commercial property, so it could mm -hmm. be apartment building or any commercial property, they actually need to hand over the records to the owner in digital form and be able to make that available to successive owners. Yeah. So that is now officially considered best practice. Okay. So the government is moving in that direction. They haven't yes. legislated yet, but I think that's coming. And so what we've done, we've actually built a product that can meet the government requirement mm -hmm. and can start with a builder or mm -hmm. property developer, instead of giving a USB stick or a paper folder or using Dropbox, they can now give an app to each owner. So they simply drag and drop the files in there. Mm -hmm. And then the, um, when the person settles on the property, it comes to practical completion, they make their payment, they give them the keys or access to the electronic lock if it is. Yeah. And then they just say, well, here's your app. We've just yep. sent you an email. They just log in, uh, create a password and save it. And then they can log in and they can see all of their warranties and manuals and certificates and approvals. Okay. But then people go, hang on, mate, we've got Dropbox. Haven't you heard of that? Like yeah. we already have that. Well, it's not just the documents. We're actually, the builder can simply set up some reminders and alerts. So mm -hmm. if I'm an owner, I'm not going to read that stuff the builder gives me anyway because I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. Everyone's too busy these yeah. days. No one's going to actually go in and open it all up and read what they have to no. do. Too busy. Yep. Too much paperwork. So what the builder can do is now set up, an, or developer, can set up an alert for the owner telling them what they have to do when. So if I buy, let's say I buy an apartment and I move in, I can get um, an alert comes up and it says, welcome to your new apartment from mm -hmm. the developer, well, welcoming yep. you. It can say, here's your details for your, um, you know, your passcodes to get in mm -hmm. and information. And if you've got a question, you can ask it then. So it helps them move in. Mm -hmm. um, if they needed to look at the manual for the, um, how to use the dishwasher or mm -hmm. the aircon, they can look that up. Yep. If there's a problem with an appliance, they've got details of the appliance and the manual mm -hmm. and the warranty. And then when the warranty is due to expire, they get a reminder. Yep. So two years later, it says, hey, your warranty is going to expire on your dishwasher. Um, yeah. Just to let you know, heads up. 
Yeah. And then so you've got an opportunity if it's not working to make a claim yeah. and know it's under warranty. Not a day later when you're like, oh, it hasn't been working for two weeks and oh, oh damn. <laughs> exactly. Whoops. And we've all done it, right? Yeah, it's definitely. Out. So that was that was one part. And the other thing is maintenance reminders. So a lot of people don't know, for example, they have to clean out the aircon, you know, mm -hmm. clean the vents out, open it up and take that little filter out and wash it, yeah. or maybe clean the filter on their mm -hmm. range hood uh, for safety reasons even. Yeah. So getting an alert, an alert and saying, hey, you need to do this, and then you've got the manual there so you know what to do, that's really handy. Yeah, no, that's super handy. Okay, so the developer can set that up, but I imagine that it's also handy for a property owner. They can set their own, yeah. you know, even if my house wasn't new, I could go in to Indox, I could start putting in the documents I do have, and then I can start setting reminders for these things, like yeah. like pest inspections, like um, the air conditioning, is, is it all pretty easy? It is, yeah. look, it is super easy. <laughs> we'll go through um, it a bit soon with yeah, the screenshot, but. It, it is really easy to use. Um, people do say that, always they try it and then say, it's actually really easy. And we're like, yeah, of course, we made it easy. Um, the thing, there, there's, a, there's quite a few other features too mm -hmm. that we've built. Um, one of the main things is that it can transfer to other owners. Okay. So that's the, the that's thing. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're a property owner, yes, you can just set up your own account. And the reason why you would do it is really is because if you think about it, if you can keep all the records in one place, mm -hmm. you're then making it easier for the next person to own and manage that property. Mm -hmm. And if someone's going to look at your, whether they purchase your house or they purchase, you know, another competing property that's mm -hmm. on the market, they might look at your house and think, okay, well, this one, the seller has said to me, they've got all the records of swimming pool approval, yep. the deck approval, the carport, I can see that. So the real mm -hmm. estate agent can share the index at the time of the due diligence. So the buyer gets it under contract. Yep. The agent says, have a look at the index. The, the buyer simply gets it shared with them. Mm -hmm. They take a look and go, oh, I can see all the approvals. That makes me feel comfortable about yep. spending my money to buy this house. I can see a contacts list. So I've got the name of the guy that cleans the pool. I've got the name of the person that cleans the gutters, cleans the windows, mm -hmm. cleans the house, maybe the handyman, the painter, the aircon person, yep. all those contacts are listed there. So if you were coming into say Brisbane mm -hmm. and you'd lived interstate or overseas, you wouldn't have to hunt around to try and find people to keep your property maintained. You've got all those records there and you've got the plans and the manuals and everything's just there. It, it, it just really makes a lot of sense it's to me. It's so surprising this hasn't been done earlier. It is. <laughs> there are, there's some pro there, look, there are some products that do a similar thing in the mm -hmm. States, but not quite the same. Okay. Um, they, is that just because they, they have, have a different, different system over there? They have a different system. Some of them are focused on appliances mm -hmm. and just recording all the appliances and recording the documents is a kind of ancillary thing. Mm -hmm. um, not many of them focus as we do on the on Indox really being a due diligence platform. Okay. So yeah, when and you if, yeah. yeah, I was going to say it might be a bit of speculation, but do you think people would pay more money for a house with Indox re records? Well, or maybe it would settle settle quicker. I, I you yeah you well that's the bet <laughs> we're having right. My partner at the moment is looking for a car, and you know he'll be looking at two different cars. The one that has all the records might have more K's on it, be a bit more expensive. But I know that the one that has no records is like well, it's a bit of an unknown. Exactly. Yeah, it's still standing. Yeah, it's still there. I can see it, but you don't actually know what's happened or who's had it. 
That's that's right. And and look, it, it was on it was on the TV the other day. People were bought a bought a car on, at an online auction, mm -hmm. and uh, that car comes off the delivery, and the panels have been stuck on with silicon and those dents, <laughs> and it was it was pretty dodgy. Well, you can buy a house at auction with uh, unconditional. Yeah. And you can buy it sight unseen, and that's allowed. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to go and spend a million dollars to buy a house that's a wreck, that floods, that has illegal extension on it. You're allowed to buy that. that the law says that's okay. Whereas yeah. you can't go and buy a pair of jeans that are dodgy. You'd yeah. be allowed to take them back. Oh and you can't buy a car, a secondhand car, you can take it back. But with a house, no, you own it. Yeah. So we feel Who that. Who made these laws? <laughs> I think it was made by wealthy aristocrats in the 1500s, and we need a bit of an update. Yeah, yeah. You know, society's got, we, we got a bit more sophisticated, and we realise we need to be fairer. So if you ask me, will owners be bothered putting all this together? I think just think about what the value would be to a prospective buyer and that you'll make an investment in your time to put it together. And yeah. people overestimate how long it takes. Sure, an hour or two of your time, but once it's set up, it's pretty awesome. And you can actually set up what we call auto index for emails to automatically drop in there. Yep. So if you've got a rental property, mm -hmm. ask your property manager to send all the emails to uh, an address mm -hmm. and then everything drops into your, you get your emails as per normal in your inbox, but everything else goes into your index account, a copy of mm -hmm. everything is stored in there. Okay. So that everything just gets auto filed. So yeah. that's pretty handy too. That's and you can share it then. So you share it with the property manager, the files like mm -hmm. warranties and manuals and plans, and then they can share that with the tenant. And then mm -hmm. when the tenant leaves, they just unshare it mm -hmm. and then share it with the next tenant. Mm -hmm. So there's no more photocopying of manuals and worrying about who's going to have that manual or that, that USB stick or yeah. you can no. just share it with whoever you need to. It just sounds painful. I run a very paperless office here. Don't own yeah. a printer and I love that. I yeah. couldn't imagine having to photocopy things. I just refuse. Yeah, good, good for you. Like, yeah, well, I think everyone's getting a bit more conscious about looking, looking after our environment and that's good. And, and yeah, like it's the environment not wasting time. Not wasting time, not, not wasting Things paper. that can get lost. Things that then you've got to store. Yeah. It's just, it, it makes sense. So where to from here? I did notice that the Queensland government has just given you a grant. They have. That's very kind of them. So it's just, been, it's just been announced. Um, yeah, I had my kids said to me, Dad, that's cool. The Queensland government just gave you 100000 And we're like, they don't actually give you money. It's an exchange. <laughs> it's like you have to commit to doing a whole lot of work mm -hmm. and then they will fund that. So we've, we've committed to, we've already been on a regional tour around Queensland, helping builders and developers understand best practice, okay. some of the things we've been talking about. And uh, we've had a good response from that. Yep. And we've had more builders coming on board to our platform and developers. Excellent. And so uh, further part of that is we're creating some new jobs for interns and, and other people. And um, we'll also be exploring other markets too, to see if we can take Indox internationally. Yeah. So that's part of part of That's pretty plan. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be cool. So we're looking at the UK market, but for, okay. there's a lot more work to do in Australia. Mm -hmm. But um, there, there's equally some other opportunities yeah. for us to scale. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's great. So what I'd like to do now is actually run through how the system works. Cool. Um, okay. We'll just do a screen recording of that. And how can people contact you if they want to contact you and learn more about best practice or Indox? 
Yeah, Should easy. they just contact through LinkedIn or? Yeah, just, um, they can, yeah, always reach out on LinkedIn. Uh, email's fine. Just just visit indox.com, have a look. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, it's just andrew at indox.com. Indox okay, Just excellent. check us out, yeah. Yeah, well, let's go. All right, let's do it. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.